It's been a little while, actually. Last time we hung out and talked, it was Google I.O. Yeah, so it was a Tuesday, and we had a guest speaker. Oh, Mac. yeah, Mac, Mac Living. He was super Kiwi excited. Kiwi correspondent. He did really well, I think. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's got his podcast voice on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I also had his podcast face on. He was very serious it's, about it's it. It's quite funny. Nice. Hey, um, Mac, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, like, reactions, I guess, a week in... Um, it it's funny because I thought the Google I.O. presentation was actually quite boring. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, well, it was interesting. I thought it was boring, but then I went through retrospectively and I was like, there's just a lot of stuff that was, it wasn't a lot of big one things. It was like right. a lot of big individual tiny bits. Right. But I just remember at some point I was just tuning out, you know? Yeah. And because it's all, it was also pretty long. It was so long. And, and I was just waiting to hear something about Stadia. I just really yeah. wanted to hear like what they were doing with it and like what their next step was. And like, I just, I kind of like assumed that it would be the main course of the, of Google yeah. IO this year. It was like a developer thing. And like, I thought that they would say one game at least like yeah. here's one game we'll have. And maybe, like, you can play this from today. Yeah. Like, well, maybe not not that, but um, then again, something. yeah. Something to sell me on it, man. I, I want it. It's weird I wanna because... I want to try it. I want to know if it's actually good. Yeah, and I think it's weird because they went into the market with it, and then they were like, it's coming, blah, 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 blah. And then their biggest developer event, it was, like, basically a non a no-show. I mean, they had some small sessions about it, yeah. but even those were like, this is the controller, or, like, you can build apps for the controller, or something crazy like this, but... I would have thought that they would have been like, oh, and we're still working on Stadia. We don't have anything to share because we're currently working with publishers or like at least something. Like just mention it or something. I don't know. I was just, I was just very disappointed. It seems like a big deal. But maybe it's a good thing that Google for once wasn't like, here's something that is not done. And when, I don't know, the amount of times that they announced that shit. Yeah, uh, maybe they've learned. I realized after last Tuesday uh, the thing that I was most impressed about from that event was all the crazy accessibility things and like yeah. how they made them useful for everybody as well. So like in a way, though, um, I mean, I fucking love it, but um, it it's also kind of like they're kind of like I mean they're playing catch up. Yeah, why are we only having this this like ba- very basic stuff? Yeah, now? so that's well, that's what I really liked about what they did is like they were playing catch up with a lot of the features but a lot of them went further than the previous versions because like apple has had the hearing aids thing for a long time fair enough and what i really liked the biggest one i remembered from it and i went like immediately updated to this preview shit like i always regret it uh to try and get was the captions for any audio on your phone yeah which i love the idea of because that means i don't have to watch a twitter video i don't want to watch it yeah but the thing is so what i Apple has a lot of accessibility features, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can basically use an iPhone blind. Yeah, yeah, Out same of with box, uh, Android these days, but yeah. Um, and that has been a thing for, I think, almost 10 years. Um, I think since almost the beginning. Yeah, yeah. but what I also kind of like about it is that they're not ever bragging about it. They will just, they just... They do, but it's just like not the whole present. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. See what I mean? Like, they just treat people that have, um, like, a disability, basically. A disability, is that the word? Yeah. Uh, as they are normal people. Yeah, yeah. You can use the phone without the screen. Yeah. Of course. Well, I think that's what Google's positioning was too, though. It was like, here's a feature that is actually a part of the phone that people should, everybody can and should use if they want to. Yeah. Um, I just, I really like that they did that rather than be like, oh, here's shiny phones. And like, they did that. But that was actually like only a third of the thing. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think the whole narrative in the end, I went away and I was like, the narrative was very much like Apple is doing that thing where they had they're asking you for money. Here's what we can do if we if we use your data in a more thoughtful way without charging you money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was interesting to think about like the contrasts in a year where it's like. Apple was like, here's five things you have to pay for <laughs> by yeah. the end of 2019. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel, I mean, like, I'm, to be honest, like, I mean, if we're going to compare it to, like, the Apple keynote that we saw uh, last time, mm. yo, Apple is, like, breaking my heart, basically. Yeah. They're going all in on, like, super commercial stuff that, like, I just want them to be, like, this sober company that just makes very good hardware yeah. and good software. And, and, like, does it because they want to. Yeah. Like, I, remember I want them Steve to be Jobs humble. Yeah. I want them to be humble. I want them to, I don't want them to be shiny. I don't want them to make gold phones. I want them to, like, make the beautiful phones that we know, that we've seen for a super long time. Yeah. I don't want five cameras in them. Two is more than enough. Okay, three maybe. Yeah, um, that's why the TV TV thing was so shocking because it was just like expensive rich people coming out and talking about the show that you're going to have to pay to see and like same with the and arcade thing. I and think the, we're all kind of over television anyway. So Yeah, I think it's interesting observation because I was talking about that it last feels like, night. It feels this like this is a content glut. Yeah, and, like, and it feels like they're, they're taking basically a step, like they're remediating a medium from like 20 years ago. Yeah, that's true. Uh, fair enough. Because there's probably a lot of money in there, but is it really Apple? I don't know. I don't know. And also, and do like we need them here? <laughs> yeah, I just want them to make a good MacBook, man. Oh yeah. I just want them to make reliable. There's rumors kicking around. Beautiful. Yeah, yo, there has been rumors kicking around forever. I remember <laughs> when like this, the 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 current one came out with the with the shitty uh, touch bar thing, and I. <laughs> I remember thinking, I'm going to wait a generation. This yeah. was 2015. Three generations ago now. Yeah. But that's, I guess, the problem that they do now is like all of them have stretched the generation. Like every product has generation stretching refreshes now. Yeah. Like the iPhone is like three before it gets a hardware refresh. Yeah. I think. But uh, I mean, in a way, it also, I mean, I don't need a new laptop. Like my well, 2013. Well, to be fair, your F key doesn't work. Yeah. It's really that annoying. seems like an important letter for you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, you, I actually want to put a photo of the how you use your computer in the show notes because it like pains me. Freddie has like, uh, she will like show up and she'll be like, got her laptop and stuff and it's like my favorite generation of laptop. And then she'll like pull a keyboard out of her bag and put it on top of the keyboard of the laptop. I'm like, it looks like those people at Starbucks or, or who bring a whole desktop screen or something. Yeah, in a yeah, way. yeah. I know. And I feel, but I love that you do that as well. I feel kind of ashamed of it. But the thing is, so at home, I have a keyboard and a mouse right. and a screen. Mm -hmm. And at my office, same thing. So my computer is most of the time when I'm working, it's just on a stand. And yeah, I don't exactly. even look at it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then, like, for the rare event that I co-work somewhere, mm -hmm. I don't want to be annoyed by not having an F key. So right. I'll just bring my fucking keyboard. And the thing is, it fits on the computer perfectly interesting like it yeah it, is, it actually does look well. perfect it's quite funny yeah no and like you never touch the keys with yeah, i don't know with the keyboard itself it's yeah. just perfect it works really well <laughs> um <laughs> the only thing is that i have to charge it every now and it's, oh. awesome. <laughs> it's another like double a's inside of it yeah oh. and the other thing about my macbook that sucks is the battery life is oh like, yeah i mean it's probably at the point that it says service battery or something oh it's been like that forever oh yeah and like it dies at 20 percent oh really yeah it's proper. but um 
yeah so now i always have to carry like Ugh. a cable and a keyboard it's kind of annoying but then again the machine itself is still fine yeah that's the thing is like you could use it probably for two more years it's right. just like wear and tear more than anything else which is insane so that's kind of like the, the, the type of apple that i miss like this laptop mm. is from 2013 you've never even had a service actually never yeah exactly Wow, that's and weird, I could, actually. I could actually just spend 500 on it and get the battery replaced and get yeah. a new keyboard. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, should I yeah, yeah. do I that? Or should I just put the 500 into a new computer? But then That's blah, tough. Blah, 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 blah. I guess you'll get your answer once they... Like, if they release the refresh this year, you'll know whether or not you should spend 500 or yeah. do the thing. I'm kind of afraid that by the time I get my laptop... Uh, fixed um something else will break something uh, stupid you know what i mean yeah something really dumb that happened to our friend juan like two days before it got refreshed and yeah. i think he uh, got a new one and then it came out luckily he could return it but i remember it really well because he was like ah oh, damn it the event is in like two days <laughs> it's always the way though um okay well let's talk about uh not apple things we uh, didn't do the intro at all i know we'll just record it at the end and <laughs> somehow shoe- shoehorn it in welcome to the podcast that's it Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 103, the podcast that looks at tech and how it's changing the world around us. I'm your host, Owen Williams, and joining me today is your co-host, Frederica Motti. Hello, everyone. Hello, now, everybody. So I think we should talk about WhatsApp. Oh. I know that's a weird thing, actually, a little. But yeah, you have to explain this to me because I completely missed this. It was a weird news thing. It was like this whole news cycle on Monday. I like woke up and I was like, what? WhatsApp is hacked? But not actually. Yeah. Okay, so weird thing. Basically, you could get malware on any phone on the planet by calling someone. Oh. Uh, if you were, if you had this experience. Oh, yeah. I, I read something um, about this, but it's, actually. It's wild. Like, it was this thing where uh, basically it was, like, ha- developed by this Israeli hacking firm. Is it, like, calling through WhatsApp or calling yeah. in general? Calling through WhatsApp, specifically. Yeah, because and that's over even, the internet line. Yeah, but they didn't even have to answer Oh. So, like, if it rang once, surprise, you have malware. Wow. It, and it was, like, iOS, Android, uh, like, even, like, Tizen, like, all the weird operating how, systems. How common is, is uh, malware on an iPhone? Not well, on anything. Like, Android has a bit because you can install whatever you want. Yeah. Um, iPhone, basically, not ever, except when they have jailbreak or, like, anything like this. What, what kind of malware are we talking? It's the kind that could monitor your phone, ch- make changes, actually uh, record phone calls and but stuff like, I, I would have to call them no or, they call you once oh and they don't you don't answer it's oh. crazy that's how like outrageous it was and yeah because that's the thing like if it, w- if it was like yeah, if it was the other way them. yeah so but the 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 interesting thing with it was like it was supposedly hard enough to execute the attack that like yeah it's ridiculous it probably won't happen but they were ex- whoever was using it that's the problem we don't actually know who probably a nation state they were using it against people like um humanitarian actors and stuff like that basically to infect their phone and monitor them without their knowledge and that's like crazy um and there's been never been an attack vector like that there's like it's like one thing to get a virus on windows because you use internet explorer on xp or something yeah it's another thing to like get a phone call and not know that you got malware because it's whatsapp yeah that's, I just, I was like thinking about it a lot. And That's I was like, so fucking smart though. 
Yeah, and it was also just like, we don't have any way to check our phones. No, it's not like that there's like antivirus. Software. Yeah, or like even just like some sort of list of things that are running. Yeah, so that's why I was asking like, is yeah. it common to have like... No, I don't... Like, because I, I, for instance, I know that uh, Android uh, phones, they have mal- malware yeah. often because like there was this news article even that people were charging their phones in planes and the planes oh, would yeah. get malware yeah. as well from it, the Android it's, phones. It's totally a thing. Holy yeah. shit, like that... Scares the fuck out of me, to be crack honest. Apps all the time. It's like yeah. you know, it's like in the old piracy days. It reminds me of that. A yeah, lot. people don't want to pay for their shit. Yeah, exactly. Pay for your shit, man. Just pay for it. Maybe you won't just get a fucking virus. pay for it. Uh, I love it, but um, I just I was thinking about it a lot, and I was just like, wow, it's really weird because we can't audit that stuff. And there was this news story that came out today, and it was researchers saying like, it's really weird because if they want to if they're like looking at a phone that they think is infected or like trying to help somebody who's in a situation like this, they actually have to jailbreak an iPhone to check because the security is so heavy on it that they can't even look to see if it's infected. But if the security is so heavy on it, why does it get infected in the well, first it's, place? It's just because like you can't, th- like computers are always going to be bad at some things. Like this exploited this thing called a buffer overflow. So like yeah. the phone call happened and it ex- like the, uh, the memory address overflows into another one and it's it's a whole thing and then like i guess it's just a programming error but yeah. it's crazy that it affected everything i think more than anything else yeah i don't know there's not much to say about it because it's just like a bit weird and i think i just weird- kind of hope that the people who found out about this um malware hack basically that they don't share it on the internet well yeah that for sure it's i mean whatsapp patched it yeah. but what's more concerning to me is like this was a commercial product being sold by a company oh really this is so it's an israeli hacking company and they sell shit to governments yeah and in israel it's not illegal to do that and most countries didn't say anything about it because i suspect they're buying it from them is israel the country where like for some reason a bunch of like very talented hackers come from like the 8200 thing if you don't listen to uh darknet diaries you can listen hell yeah link it that episode is so fucking interesting yeah and they talk about like so in uh the israeli army it's compulsory it's like conscription so like when you're 18 you have to do it and the too long didn't read is they if you get chosen you can go in this elite hacking squad that like And these people are loyal to the place and yeah. then often end up working at companies like Twitter and Facebook later because they're very good yeah, at what they, they do. Or they start their own business. Yeah, that's Actually, Skype, Actually, it completely changed my view on Wix. Oh, yeah? Because I always thought Wix was just a stupid-ass fucking stupid, stupid it looks website bad. maker <laughs> that is really bad. Yeah. It actually has improved quite a lot recently. Really? Yeah. I hear ads about it on podcasts. That too. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, the founder of it is is from that same hacker squad. Really? Yeah. You'd be surprised where they are. Like, honestly, a lot of famous Israeli companies started by those kind of people because they're yeah. really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and yeah it's, a, it's insane. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed listening to that story. To yeah, so we'll link it in the show notes. It's just really interesting that, like, that because they don't have a law about how this works, like, most countries, you can't export a cyber weapon or something. Yeah. But in Israel, they just don't, like, care. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of gross. Now, th- speaking of WhatsApp, Facebook, I'm sorry to bring it up. We could talk about it for like two minutes today, but I think we should just... No, it's all right. I think we sh- I think we should talk about we it. We just watched before this uh, the video from uh, Chris Hughes, who's the guy who basically like called on... 
he's regulators. The ex, he's to, the ex-co-founder of oh Facebook. Oh yeah, I forgot that part. So he's the ex-co-founder. And, and he, he left in 2010. Op-ed. Yeah, around uh, 2007, I think. I don't know. It was it was 10 years ago or, or so. So uh, he wrote an op-ed, 8,000 words, <laughs> on the New York Times. Basically like this thought-provoking thing that was like, we should break up Facebook. And from that guy, it's the second most well i mean it's the most powerful uh person i've seen in this situation saying speak up about it but it's the second person to speak up about it and i thought it was really funny because everything facebook showed at f8 is basically it kind of feels like it's designed to not break up facebook to do everything to not break them up um like the merging of uh like uh, messenger and whatsapp exactly that one is actually really interesting because i think they're slamming it through as fast as they can so it can't be undone right exactly which is like i mean i wonder what their strategy is and why they are so opposed to breaking up because as uh, the guy said was his first name chris uh chris hughes Yeah. yeah as chris said um it it doesn't even have to be a bad thing for the company um yeah so the way i see it is that facebook wants to be long-term the identity layer in a way that is like um email so like email is like you have the thing and it's like the key to everything yeah so they've been working on this for a long time mm-hmm. i remember when at some point they were like we want to be your passport yeah and then they got hacked like 12 times but yeah. um yeah I, like i remember when facebook login was really popular i used to log into like spotify with it and I, I actually stopped using it and yeah. i like made new passwords for everything but made me feel gross first of all and the second problem that happened when i'd used it for a while is i realized that like if i ever deleted facebook or changed something it was really hard to undo it yeah like i because i did delete it and then i had to email spotify because i forgot uh that i logged in (laughs) with facebook and be like can you delete can you like change it to be an email address account yeah so they 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 Actually, most companies have a function for that now. But there's like that last 10% that you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it can get like very annoying. It's just, but I think that's their goal. And so like uh, removing Instagram from Facebook would mean um, less people that they reach. And I think that actually, I was thinking about it this morning. I think the reason they want to keep them together and merge them all together is that so that they can stop reporting separate user accounts and start reporting the one Facebook user metric. So, like, right now they're, like, 2.8 billion people use Facebook. 2 billion people use this. I think they're going to start making it look bigger by saying 5 billion people touch the Facebook platform. Yeah, exactly. Um, And it seems less appealing to break them up. I think... Uh, I was just surprised that that guy even came out, I think, more yeah. than anything else. Well, so that was also a question I asked you, actually, when we were watching yeah. it. Like, what, what, what is the reason that this guy is now speaking up about it? Right. But, um... I mean, I guess it makes sense because, like, he he is by proxy always gonna be tainted by mm-hmm. uh, being such a founding, having such a founding role in Facebook. And even though he left at some point, like, there is people that are gonna say like he did nothing to stop it. Or yeah, and he did nothing he to. Does something? Yeah, he's like questioned about it. I would say in, in yeah. a way, like, because he's the guy who didn't do. He he has Mark Zuckerberg's phone number. Yeah, you know, uh, he could be the guy who calls him and says like, yeah, stop it. And yeah. apparently, according to him, he did. And like, he tried. Uh, the only reason he says he went to the New York Times is because it bothered him. Basically, every waking moment that he was involved with it, he had talked to Zuckerberg over the years about it, but he was refuse to see that like i get it you're the ceo of this company you have to be the believer yeah um but he refused to see it and so he went i was just like i just couldn't believe it in terms of 
I think like maybe it's the political climate, but like I'm just suspicious of anybody who seems to be doing a good thing out of the goodness of their own heart, and that bums me out. Um, yeah, but then it's like, are they doing that or are they just taking one for the team here? Yeah, okay, that's a good question. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. We need Facebook competitors. Like they're in a strange way, they are just a monopoly right now. Mm-hmm. Um, not even in a strange way, in like a very straightforward way. One. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I, I don't think that's a good that's a good idea. And 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 I think the thing that was also very striking from what uh, Chris said was that um, that he just hated it so much that he gave up privacy and yeah. um, um, security uh-huh. for clicks, basically. Yeah, I think that was an interesting one. I hadn't heard it put that way, like the clicks. Yeah, it's, and the it's... amount of money that goes to Facebook for an ad. That's true. Seventy five cents per dollar. Yeah, that's wild. Go to Facebook. Yeah, and that's the thing. is like the rest of that money goes to Google, and that's because they're not in social, and that's different. I think like that's a good segue just because I don't want to talk about Facebook today yeah. uh, too much, but like into the other thing that happened with monopolies. It's just weird that this is all going on right now. Uh, we're like in a weird time, but... Um, Aren't we always it in came a out, time? That's true. Uh, well, until like recently not. It was almost like just fairyland, <laughs> pretending like everything's fine. Apple was still making products that we love. Well, this that's <laughs> the topic I want to come back to, actually. Is so uh, this Supreme Court ruling came out this week that uh, Apple can be tried for having a monopoly over iOS. Oh. Um, and it's a really fascinating thing. So it was a... It's apparently been going since 2011, uh, but it was more just like moving around, just like one of the, the lawsuit thing is crazy to me. Does this come so from long. people who are like, I want iOS, but on my Android phone? No, no. Or so what? this is different, actually. It's um, they they approached it from the angle that it's fine to have iOS on one thing. It's fine that Apple has rules about it, but it's not fine. It hurts consumers in terms of price that Apple makes the phone and sells you the apps, and developers don't have any choice in the matter about how they sell those apps. Oh. Um, and so basically the first ruling says that, yeah, Apple does, uh, they don't even say, yes, Apple appears to have a monopoly. They say this court case seems to have some sort of merit, like you can proceed. Uh, you can go against Apple and say, uh, yeah, it's like, yes, it appears to have a monopoly basically. Yeah. And let's look into this further. Yeah, yeah, because having a, huge, a monopoly is illegal. Yeah, it's illegal uh, depending on the monopoly. Uh, but like the problem is the definition of it is wrong actually these days because like if you look at how it's defined, it's just like being the biggest. But that doesn't mean that you, like you don't have to be the biggest to have a monopoly. That's the current problem. So like if you have 50% of the market, you're not a monopoly. You, but you have Apple has total control over what you do within that fifty percent, and that's kind of where the thing gets nuanced. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's like yeah, but I, I is that mm, I don't know, I th- man. Well, you, can, the, you can just buy a fucking Android phone if you don't like Apple. Like what? Like, no, but that's not the point. So the point of this thing is like the the lawsuit basically goes at it from the angle that like if there was competition in terms of like app stores and or the payment method on that. Would consumers get cheaper prices for apps, or oh. would developers get more money? Yeah. And so, like, if you look at yeah, it, yeah, you're right. Because they dedicate, dedicate, they dictate all the rules when it yeah. comes to their platform. Thirty percent cut. For instance, when we were talking about that, that one, um, um, at some point, the Spotify thing. No, they um, had yeah that too, but oh, yeah. um, they had <laughs> like I mean they had this developer program where developers would get money for like ads or whatever. Oh yeah, the affiliate thing. Yes, exactly, and they 
just removed it. Yeah, overnight. Yeah, basically. And yeah. they didn't tell any anyone about it. There was a lot of people. They were like dependent well, killed, on that. Yeah, it killed a lot of businesses. Um, and I think that's something to look at because it's like on every other software product in history, there's always been a way to like just do whatever you want to an extent. Like it's software. It's kind of on you. Yeah. If you want to install phone. a shitty app, yeah. fine. But well, that's on the other hand, I also really like like the... Yeah, but that's not what they're asking for. So th I think that's the important thing to be clear about here. They're not saying like we want to download apps from anywhere or that we want to download uh, sideload apps from our computers or some shit because I don't think that's the right approach either. But yeah, the that's what's happening on Mac right now, right? Yeah, exactly. You can go, you can go through the App Store yeah. or you can just download but it. But that's, that's been why app stores on those platforms have been... Uh, not monopolies in a way because yeah. developers have a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and don't have to like put it on their platform to get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And it means that they can make more money if they want, but it's more yeah. work doing it the other way. Yeah. And so um, the argument is like maybe Apple should allow other payment methods. Maybe Apple should allow other approved app stores. So like how would that work? We don't know. Or maybe it shouldn't be allowed to run the app store itself. Yeah. So it would have to be independent in terms of like the payment thing and like yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I, I I actually was thinking about it this morning. I it think sounds like a big headache for Apple. <laughs> it's a big headache, but I think for all of us, if yeah. this actually went through, I think it has bigger, better ramifications for other things as well. Yeah. Nintendo, for example, is the only company you can buy games from for your Switch, e-digital e games, yeah. which means that the price is obviously, like it's just very obvious that it's a way to make the prices a certain way. Yeah, but it has not always been the case. So well, that's because there's been no regulation. Yeah, and I think that the eBooks thing is the most famous version of this. Like when the Kindle came out, and like Amazon was the only one, and they were like price fixing, and then like they forced them to change it, but it was too late. I hate it so much that it's pretty common for books on eBook to be as expensive as like twenty dollars for yeah. an eBook. <sighs> the same price as a fucking hardcover book. Fuck yeah. off, man. I uh, know it's it's. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I was talking about it, I think, with Femme. Like, it's weird because I think that's the actual price of a book. It's just that the physical good has more mental value on it. Yo, the thing is, it, it can't be the same price. It can't because they're either losing a lot on paper books. That could be a thing. Or nothing. Um, because, like, I mean, the book has to go into a box and the person has mm -hmm. to do that and it has to ship and it has to go at places and, like, it's physical stuff. So someone had to assemble, blah, 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 blah. I mean, we get yeah. it. Um, it goes on a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking text file cannot be the same price. Yeah. Sorry. And replicated infinitely. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. I still find it a bit of a struggle. <sighs> uh, especially when I'm buying them. I'll be like, oh, I'll just put it on my wish list. Until they drop in price. Yep. And then I'll forget about it forever. Yeah. Uh, but I think, like, for all of those things, it's better if there's an answer. Like, if it's like, you can do whatever you want, set the rules. If you made it, fine. Whatever. But right now, it's very, like... Nobody knows. And everyone's a bit pissy. Like the Spotify uh, versus Europe. Uh, sorry, Spotify versus Apple thing is going to be investigated by Europe. So they've got a problem there. Um, I think like Netflix removing its payment methods from its apps, like all of those different things are signs that like something's not right. Uh, and like, that's a good question, actually. Should a company be allowed to clip the ticket for 30% or 50%? on the way somewhere yeah and i don't think that i can't argue that the answer is no if they built all of those things and it's free to use them but i think that apple has an easy out here that says if you don't want to use our payment networks that's fine 
you can put a Stripe pop-up or something, like very simple, we just have allowed payment providers. And then on top of that, um, just like uh, you have to pay. For, so that's been the fundamental problem that I've had with all the arguments is people are like, yeah, but Apple runs it for free. Fine, pay for the service. Yeah. Like if you don't use our payment methods, you pay for all the bandwidth, you pay for this. Great. It works the same way as a cloud. Yeah. I don't know. I think I don't but think then it's I, I, I mean, like what would the incentive be for Stripe to like put energy in that? Well, so like Would on Android, that? that's a thing. So like uh, Spotify on Android actually uh, doesn't use Google's thing because it's a 30% cut and they have a Adyen popover. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, a, it feels like it's really native. It's just like a website, but it's inside the Spotify app. Yeah. And that way they only pay 1%. Okay. But it's more work, obviously. Yeah. But I think it's, for them, I think it's the right solution because it's like, we're big enough that we could build this. Yeah. We don't need the Apple thing. It's like, or, or they have to actually, the other thing I think it'll end up, happening is they'll just remove the um the rule that you can't send somebody to the browser like because right now spotify can't even say like go to spotify on your computer to buy this it's against the rules exactly which makes sense that is well it makes sense but it's also like pretty unfair like don't make them don't allow a button that takes you there just be like you can go to spotify on the web on your computer have some that yeah because that's crazy you can't even mention it yeah because, like, as we've talked about it before, the Kindle app on iPad is hilarious. It's like you open it because uh, you download it. You're like, yeah, read Kindle books on the iPad. It's empty. It just says, like, your library is empty because they're not allowed to say that you have to buy them on Amazon.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you have to, like, and all the I mean, the Kindle app makes, I, th- I think, makes most sense when you have a Kindle and then you're like, oh, I forgot my Kindle. I'm sure. just going to read on iPad then. Yeah, but, like, also they should have a button that's, like, buy your books at the website. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird. Yeah, or load your Amazon library right. or something. Right. Um, I don't know. I think this will go on for, like, 10, 10 years, and we'll probably bring it up once a year because this is how slow this shit is. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of... Like, yeah, I mean, if this lawsuit started in 2011, like, yeah. we're not going to see anything. Well, like, the, so. the famous Internet Explorer one, <laughs> uh, which is, was so weird, went on for about that long, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's also because we we all really don't know what's happening all the time. I feel and and, yeah. and legislation has to like catch up as well. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think that's what's going on though. Like every a year ago, we were not having conversations about companies being broken up as a common thing. Well, I mean, it's it's happened before. Sure, yeah, it I has agree. happened before. Like and especially in the US, like I I do wonder the whole time. Like we're all like all these conversations are always about the US. The US yeah. should be doing this. Well, the Europe government should be doing now. that. Blah 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 blah. But I'm like, okay, so say Facebook gets like regulated by the government, the government, the US government, I guess. Mm-hmm. But what does that work? How does that work in Europe? Well, it usually would we then because like one of the things that makes me angry about the internet recently is that uh, uh, Sesta Fosta Fosta mm. Sesta whatever the fuck um, it's an American bill. Yeah, applied and on for a some level. reason, like now I can't see like female presenting nipples either anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't they, live in the fucking US. It's because the two problems there. Uh, one, I think it's because if the service is hosted in the US, that's a problem. And the other one is if they're an Move American Move your service. Company. Servers. Yeah. Uh, if they're an American company, that's the other problem. Yeah. Um, but... So, okay. So, we, but need, it's like GDPR. we need Tumblr we don't to be bought by a company that's Europe, Europe, European. I don't think Pornhub is a good idea, actually. Yeah, I was, no, I, I was I pretty, agree. I was pretty like, oh, maybe that's cool, but it's not. We got Let's there at the that. end of the episode yeah. as well. If you, like... Uh, 
it doesn't it's not positive for the rest of the community no long term um but i think like you're right in that regard and europe's it's funny because europe's regulations don't do it the other way around like europe will impose a lot of stuff on american companies like yeah GDPR or Yo, like the there's, other a bunch stuff. Of, there's a bunch of websites that i can't i think la times for instance i can't yeah. oh yeah all the tronk websites yo i can't read an article there anymore because they're like yeah we, we don't do service with for europe anymore or yeah whatever the fuck. i'm like, like okay bye yeah <laughs> but i think what's funny about that though is like uh if you're in america like the gdpr stuff isn't imposed on them and to your point i think that is a really interesting challenge long term is like how do you regulate globally or like how do you regulate within borders when the, it's because the internet doesn't work that way yeah i don't know it's it's like we're going to end up with three internets at this rate yeah yeah the chinese one the european one and then like a american one i hate that yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious to see what what all these things are gonna mean. And I, I would like it if the people that are talking about this would have a bit more of a global vision. But yeah. then again, I don't know if we can trust Americans to have a global vision. No, and like more than a four years at a time vision. Fucking hell. I don't like, think I Europe mean, exists I, though in American politics. Like, no, it doesn't. Even... And 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 I think that's that's just fucking stupid. And it yeah. doesn't really make sense at all um and and but like i mean i don't know what's going on in america right now but like the whole fucking abortion ban thing is super yeah. backwards as well um but all of it is very like hate driven changes or like things that um get a certain amount of popularity with a base yeah and that's dangerous like who fucking hurt them like i don't know man but like yeah holy it's shit. yeah it makes me very angry sorry it's being extremely online right at this part of the decade is pretty weird that's for sure like it used to be that like it felt i don't know i I feel like it just the other side of the voices just got really loud because these companies didn't do anything yeah um and what well there was a weird thing that happened at the end of yesterday that like trump made this form that you can report if you see censorship on social media and i was like oh that's interesting why is that and then realized that it's because they have this narrative that they're being censored yeah and um it's funny because all these companies the christchurch call which is this thing uh that new zealand made after the uh, attacks there uh basically saying like companies will commit to like getting rid of hate speech on websites and like getting rid of them well yeah it's funny that they announced this form on the day that that was announced because they are the people making the hateful content (laughs) and like it's they're trying to fix this narrative so they can say what they want there but they're not willing to say like oh we're actually the people generating it too yeah um and it's a, it's a really weird, concerning thing. And it also seems a bit of an opinion thing as well. Oh yeah, it's is, definitely opinionated. Yeah. But it's, well, it's like because it's if, a, if you if you find it normal to be racist in a group of people, that all find it normal to be racist, it doesn't feel that extreme or weird or hateful anymore. Yeah, exactly. It feels just normal. But that's the whole problem of the free speech thing. And like, I don't want to go into that. Like, it's all been like about like you can say what you want, but that's not true. You can say whatever you want, but some things you say are gonna have repercussions. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And social media felt like that it didn't for a long time as well. Yeah. And then um, and then they would be like, oh, you're a social justice warrior if you oh call someone God. out or whatever the fuck. That feels like a million years ago. Yeah. The Gamergate thing? Oof, weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It what was, was that like about 2011. again? 2011. It was like uh, that lady, because uh, she was like, um, it was like the feminist frequency yeah. thing. And I think it was because she was quite vocal about like, was she at XOXO last year? Yeah, a, a long time ago. Um, but she made a talk about, like, 
so uh, like being uh, fighting for your rights or something like that i'm totally mashing this up because it was so long ago uh and then like the whole like oh i remember it is there was a podcast episode about it i think it's a reply yeah we'll link to it because i can't even synopsis it because my brain can't fit all the information yeah but it was just like the first example of like brigading on the internet that i remember yeah yeah, yeah. um anyway let's move away from social media platforms yeah de-platform the shit out of those people uh Yeah. yeah because it works it does work Okay, so Uber IPO'd on Friday. This is the oh last God. thing I want to talk oh about. God. What the heck? Did you buy? I may have, yes. <laughs> um, I do not regret my decision. It was so funny. I was on a conference with Mac, actually. Oh, yeah. And he was trying to buy. He was trying to buy. Like, he was not at conference. He was trying to fucking buy stocks. And he, was, he couldn't. He hadn't done it before, too. So I was like, oh, no. Yeah, he should have, He should have like, um, done it, like, set up the account and everything before. Yeah. So I bought some. Um and we had a good debate in Discord, which is why I wanted to talk about this actually, because people are like, "Oh, why would you buy that?" Uh, and is I it, actually, what is are they up or down right now? Uh, I down, think right? it's down by like twenty cents now okay. from the buying price, which okay. is actually pretty impressive. Fair given enough. It's almost been a week. Yeah, and, uh, and they've never and made it profit, fluctuated too badly. They? No, yeah. they lose so much money. So okay, um, but okay, here's what happened. So uh, they went public. It was lower than expected originally. We thought it would open at forty five. It opened at forty two. Because they announced it on the day of the China trade war. Uh, So no investor wants to buy anything that day. Um, But we got in a debate in um, Discord about, like, does this company have a chance? Like, does it, what is it doing? Like, what's the plan? They were like, why would you buy that? It's risky. And I I thought about it a lot. And um, I've I've been following them for a long time because of all the crazy shit that went down. Um, And I bought it because I think that it's actually not so much of just like people like they don't have a moat. It's just like them versus lift. It's like a water at the bottom. I actually think it's got a decent moat and it's that it has uh, multiple businesses. Yeah. But if you think of it as a ride sharing company, I think it's the wrong question. Yeah. I think of it as like it's broader than that. It's an app platform with like hundreds of millions of people looking at it every day that can launch whatever it wants. Do do, this is. I mean, if you don't want to question, if answer this, let me know. But yeah. like, do you think your vision on Uber changed because your significant other works at Uber? Yeah, but she can't tell me anything. Yeah. So it's like no, but like I, I mean, I'm positive on them, maybe because she works there. Sure, but like I think that what is valuable is the amount of people using it. Yeah. And the proof that they've managed to launch services, like I. Th- like it's like Mailchimp. Like Mailchimp can launch. By the way, they launched a bunch of shit this week. Uh, but Mailchimp oh, can become a different business because it's got a hundred million people looking at it every day. Yeah. Same with iTunes. It's like iTunes is a good example of this. Actually, like they launch Apple Music. Yeah. Well, people are looking at that every day. They're gonna buy it. And I think it's the same. It's like, do you remember? Okay, this is where I came to actually with this. This is the best TLDR of it. There was that year or two where everything was like, it's Uber for X. That was the worst year. Every startup was yeah, like yeah, Uber yeah, for yeah. X. It's yeah, Uber for dating. But nobody it's brings it up the fact that Uber is Uber for X. Like yeah. it, is a, it is the thing that can be Uber for this, Uber for that. And it doesn't have to be, it could be Uber for your bank account or Uber for your email. I don't know, but I'm not going to, email is not a good example. No, like, it's rather, I think I, I, I think I, they do really stick to transportation in general. Yeah, That's always like that. their theme. Or moving like, things. Yeah. And I th- Dara said this on the launch day. Can they please um, have like a, like um delivery service for for like parcels that doesn't suck yeah they have it in one country i think i think they have this thing called uber rush in new york and it's like they will pick something up for you and take it to another place yeah like like a 
uh, what's it called again? Like Postmates uh, had that uh, bike courier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. Like that's actually one I thought about a lot. Like if, if I have to send a document somewhere, like that, I'm that, actually that wanting to pay a person to do that. Ninety ninety two. I know, but like, but, well, I don't even want to go to the post shop. I'll pay someone to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it will be like way too much money, but it saves a lot of time. No, but like I can totally s- imagine them like just starting up like uh, basically post and nail. Yeah. The thing that we have here in the Netherlands, which is basically they handle all the mail. Yeah. DHL. Oh, right. Like. S- so, and this this is my argument, I guess. Like if, if I was to narrow it down just to transport, like the way that we saw the platform change in the last year was from like it's Uber and there's cars for Uber. Then yeah. there were scooters in it. But then there was like, you can get a lime through it. You can get a thing. And it became like the Can you app- get a lime through Uber? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That wasn't there the pla- last year. No, and it only works in some places. But oh, okay. I think it's valuable because of that. They've yeah. become the platform. And they become, they're the front end for things. And it's like Amazon in a way. Like, they're an app that makes you get anything from anywhere and they bring it to you. Like, same deal. So that's where I was with that logic. I think it's a long way. It's an expensive game. And... I don't think it's unwise to spend a lot of money if so, you're that global. <laughs> so you, you, you're you just like, maybe they haven't figured it out yet, but they will at some point and then it will make fucking yeah. a huge amount of money. I think the formula works already. It's just that like, I don't think it can, I don't think ride sharing goes in isolation. Yeah. I think that's the thing that people focus on a lot. And maybe like, yeah, great, a company that's focused on that would be good. But it's the same reason that Amazon also hosts all the servers in the world. Yeah, so I guess like Via Van and Lyft right. are fucked. Well, what the way I see it is if they are fucked, they'll just make their shit available in that app and it will just be another op- Like, it's another option. Yeah. And I don't see a problem with that. Like, maybe that's the best outcome for this is there's a platform that lets you do all the things. It's kind of shit that there's like five apps. And now I'm telling you to make a monopoly, so don't even, I don't even know. Yeah. But, no, no, it's good that Lyft and uh, Viaven are there. Yeah, I, um, I like, and I, that's what I like about the market right and now. And that is there is place. still, you can also just call a cab. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. That exists. <laughs> you can use the phone, kids. Well, I mean, it's it's quite nice. Last time I tried to get an Uber, I was like at the central station and the Uber app wouldn't let me. And, oh, really? Um, and so I, I just went, I, I was like, oh, shit, I've, like I've min- a, I have a twinner in my, uh, in oh, my purse, so I, I'm going to just take a cab. Um, oh, and last, wow, this was interesting. I was somewhere where my cell reception was kind of bad. Um, and then the Uber app said uh, that they couldn't show me prices. So they oh. asked me if I wanted to book without seeing the prices. That felt oh, yeah. weird. It's interesting that they let you do that, but damn, that's risky. <laughs> it feels really risky. Yeah, that's, that's when is, you read those stories, like somebody paid $300 to go two blocks or something. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I trust them enough that I know that they're not going to do that to yeah. me, but it feels weird. But like, on the other hand, I like that there is an option for me to book it anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, if you need it, like if it's an emergency, like fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like in Manhattan. Like I, if I, if I'm there, I actually take cabs because it's just impossible. It's too busy. The street configuration means you're standing around. Like the guy can't get to you. It's yeah. just, I think you're kind of like, there's probably crowds of people trying to get an Uber. So yeah, exactly. Like, but it's also just an ecosystem like this. But yeah. anyway, so that's my logic for that. I think, uh, I'll either eat my words in a while or not, but, um, it's the same reason I just buy weird stuff like Disney shares. 
uh, it's just like it's a brand. No, the reason why you buy Disney shares is John. Yeah, it's John's <laughs> fault. And I, I hey, actually do not regret it. Thank you, John. <laughs> this is not investment advice. No, we're not. Um, we, we don't know anything about this. We're just basically idiots with computers. But, you know, I was thinking, this is a final weird parting thought, but I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking about like millennials and like savings and investments. And it's really interesting to me how many millennials are interested in investing compared to how my parents have no idea about it. A lot of older generations didn't do it until much later. Hey, this is not weird at all. Well, it's the savings account we, thing. We don't get any interest on our exactly. savings account. But it's fascinating. Like You have to be interested in this thing to get And it's anything. also, to be fair, Owen, it's a bubble as well. It's also a bubble. It's definitely Everything's a bubble. Everything's a bubble. Yeah. I, and I mean, I know people that have always been interested in, mm -hmm. uh, in it, but I also know people that have never thought about it. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Definitely. But it is fascinating as And well. uh, don't forget that like a lot of people here have shitty salaries and mm -hmm. they don't have spare money to mm -hmm. invest. Like, well, that's why those weird little apps exist too, like Peaks or something. I've seen it here. It's like this app from a bank that lets you invest like $6 in a stock. Exactly. Um, it's an interesting like paradigm. Your phone um, is buzzing. That's weird. It's on Do Not Disturb. Wow. Anyway, on that note, that's a good way to segue out of this shit. Um, we didn't even f say that Zach's not here. Oh, Zach, we miss you. I just kind of assumed it was the unspoken. Uh, yeah, we just thing. rolled into we just rolled into conversation. Really, Zach is busy with his family. Yeah, uh, but we'll return next week. Yeah, we talked about that before your microphone was on. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually, I had it on mute for a while. Um, but um, we miss you, Zach, and yeah. he'll be back next week. So hell yeah. And um, then we maybe not talk about Facebook for once. But then again, I mean, it's important as well. It's fine. We did yeah. it. Okay. Did show it. notes, chargepodcast.com. Discord, do it. Hot takes, spicy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the words I have for that this week. Wow. I wish we had like a mysterious thing about Breakmaster Cylinder or something every week. Cause you know how they do those ones on like Reply All? Yeah. We don't have that. It's like, no. Eric goes in the waves with his shirt on. Like It's just like the weirdest. I don't even understand it, but I love it. Um, I, I listen to way too many Gimlet Media podcasts. On that note, thank you for listening, uh, and we'll see you on the internet. Bye. Bye. podcast that looks at tech and the way that the internet is broken <laughs> okay we do it again i was like i knew it but i was like the internet is broken is which episode is this oh shit uh do you have the podcast app handy uh i'm, I'm, I'm gonna look it up i'll race you there zach's gonna be like these noobs <laughs> i know i'm so sorry i just always forget like the number uh, over a hundred i wasn't counting again